0: line podcast hey what's going on this is the bottom line podcast presented by anchor.fm your home for sports and entertainment talk i'm jimmy Fidizzi alongside newville piano we hope you're doing well as always thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to take a listen we really do appreciate it you already know what it is twitter and instagram hit us up at bottom line, wmcx on twitter at the nvp show instagram at nvp 11 hashtag bottom line voice message on anchor the app or at anchor.fm and if you like what you're seeing on youtube please leave a like and a comment down below it helps out tremendously and please subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode and subscribe on all audio listening platforms just include jimmy when searching for this podcast neil We got a very special episode ahead of us, but first and foremost, how's everything with you?
1: Everything is smooth sailing, my friend. You know, it's just, uh, I'm like, I'm like an old river. I just keep on rolling. You know what I'm saying? It's just, (laughs) uh, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, the snow's starting to melt ever so slowly, which is good. Uh, you know, trying to get back into a little bit of a routine physically, um, still in a routine mentally, which is good. And, uh, I got a lot. I, I I personally have a lot to do over the next couple of hours, so uh, you know, let's let's hurry this up, shall we?
0: <laughs> I feel you on that one, man. But we're not going to waste any more time because we got a very special episode planned. Because Neil, we have not only one of the biggest Islander fans that we know, but you yourself have a very personal yep. connection with. Her name is Kim Moisa, A.K.A. Isles Girl Three on twitter if you're not familiar with her please go follow her on twitter she is a tremendous follow and from what i've heard i've never talked to her personally yet up until this episode but i've I've heard that she is such an absolute sweetheart i heard her on uh, your interview on devil's state of mind which was absolutely fabulous and by the way if you didn't check that out um go go check it out on devil's state of mind podcast and subscribe to that while you're at it um but, Neil, I know how how much this interview means to you, and I'm really looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, you know, it's um, –
0: we'll
1: probably reiterate it, or I'm sure you'll ask um, during the interview. But we actually uh, – we became friends a couple of years ago, um, you know, at a Devils Islanders game, of all things. Um, you know, he's she's also friends with somebody that I'm friends with that lives um, over in Long Island. And, uh, you know, we've, we've had a really good uh, friendship. For the last couple of years, Uh, you know, she doesn't have a lot of Devils friends and I'm one of the few. And, you know, we we talk every now and then about hockey, about the Islanders, about the Devils, you know, and and it's good. And she's tried to help me in many ways and I've tried to help her as best as I can. And I'm looking forward to speaking with her again, uh, you know, because she's just an absolute blast to talk to. She knows more about hockey than most people I know. Uh, mm. She is the most passionate New York Islanders fan. I mean, she knows everything there is to know about the Islanders and she must be feeling pretty amped up after the Islanders had a nice victory last night over the Buffalo Sabres oh, at home. Man. So it'll be, <laughs> it, it, this'll be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to this.
0: Yeah, that that was a big victory for the Islanders, by the way. And But, um, but no, this is going to be very, very exciting stuff. I'm looking forward to it. And like I've said before in previous teasers, we're going to talk some Islanders, obviously. We're going to talk some Devils and Rangers too. And she's also got a very, very touching story that is probably gonna tug your heartstrings a bit. Neil, I know you've heard it a bunch of times. And according to you, it gets better every single time. So I'm looking forward to hearing this, but we want you guys to sit back, relax, have a great time and enjoy our exclusive interview with Kimberly Moisa, AKA Isles Girl 3. Enjoy everybody. All right, Neil. feeling generous here so because this very special guest is a personal friend of yours i am going to have you have the honor of introducing her to us so please the floor is yours so that's
1: the only reason i'll ever get to introduce anybody is that if i'm friends with them all right all right bet i see where this goes anyway well thank you jimmy i do greatly appreciate it yes ladies and gentlemen as you probably heard from our intro that we just did we have one of the many special guests that we have had on this podcast. And this, this person is near and dear to my heart because a couple of years ago I went to a Devil's Islanders game with the Prudential Center, aka The Rock. Yes, this was when we could actually have fans in the arena. I know it feels like we it feels like such a long time ago that we were allowed Max. to be in these arenas. But I was with my friend and I was telling him that the Devil's Power Play two years ago. Was really bad now granted it's still it's still pretty bad so not much has changed um but all of a sudden this this young lady three or four rows in front of me turns around and tells me that oh you think that's bad look how bad our penalty kill is and we go back and forth not about like oh my team is better than yours you know the typical banter it was the complete opposite it was my power play is shittier than your penalty kill and vice versa. That was pretty much the whole, you know, back and forth. And basically the rest of the game, we sat next to each other. We talked, we got to know one another. And from that point on, we've become very, very good friends. Uh, she's uh, she's had the pleasure of being on the Devil's State of Mind podcast. Uh, she's been on a couple things that I've done, and I've seen her a couple other times. Another Devil's Islanders game at the Prudential Center, I still have to go to the island, probably at the new arena that they have, and see a game over there. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure that I welcome on a friend that's near and dear to my heart, Kim Moisa, a.k.a. Isles Girl 3 on Twitter, without a doubt, the biggest New York Islanders fan in history of their organization Ken, welcome to the welcome. bottom line podcast how are you my friend
2: Neil it's always good to talk to you man <laughs>
1: likewise, bear, likewise 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 so you must, must be pretty happy about not
2: during games because we never would have met <laughs>
1: that's true it's very very true that's very very true <laughs> But, um, you know, Kim, you must be pretty excited. Obviously, the Islanders last night coming off a victory against the Buffalo Sabres. Mm. And the Devils obviously have to play the same Buffalo Sabres team tonight and also on Thursday in Buffalo. My question to you straight up, how do the Devils actually find a way to get points off of Buffalo? Because the fact that we didn't get two points or even one the last game we played against them is really frustrating. So (laughs) can you tell me what the hell the Devils need to do? To somehow get a win at home against Buffalo.
2: Uh, don't take penalties. Uh Buffalo may be <laughs> Buffalo, but oh uh
3: <laughs> takes Buffalo- penalties. I mean right. she- you're she's telling not you a wrong, fan though.
1: who just saw them give up three goals on the power play to, to Washington not to take a penalty.
2: Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, it-
1: <laughs> Buffalo's
2: Buffalo, but you're also looking at the team where they have the number one, you know, power play conversion. In the entire, I believe, in the Eastern uh, Division, they right. have the best power play percentage too. So if you couldn't do it against Washington, uh, I worry about Buffalo. <laughs> 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 But well, you uh, they, know
1: what? Jeff Skinner isn't playing. So I'm a, a, they're already in a better position than they were the last time.
2: I feel like you shouldn't worry about too much of the names on the team. I mean, anyone on that on that Buffalo team can score. I mean, look at Taylor Hall. He hasn't scored since the first game of their season. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't be he just had
1: about- to say that, yeah? They're,
2: they're <laughs> playing the Devils the next time now, now, you
1: know, now, right? now watch what happens. Ho- ho- oh, no my God. Like I yeah, It's coming. It's coming. Um,
2: i see smelling that Taylor Hall goal now.
1: I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tweet at you. If he
2: scores tonight, I'm tweeting at
1: you
0: saying Neil, 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 Now that you said that, you watch. He's going to get a hat trick tonight. <laughs> you it. shut up. You're a Rangers <laughs> fan.
1: You have no right to talk.
0: I'm sorry. Okay? You
1: have no right to talk. <laughs> Mister, we lost to a team who hadn't played in 16 days at home.
0: Fine, okay? fine. So like, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. You deserve fine.
1: it. <laughs> mr i don't think i think it's ridiculous that we got the number one overall pick and i'm not happy about it
2: like whoever says i'm not happy has like two points
0: i'm sorry i'm sorry what'd you say
1: yes what like two (laughs) points
0: i'm 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 actually i'm actually being serious you got cut off what what, what, what was she saying does lafreniere have two points um
1: yeah that's what i
2: thought (laughs) Yeah. yeah Before this last game with the New York Rangers, uh, the freaking uh, goalie, I believe, on the Blackhawks, Lanskinen, had more points than Lafreniere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's saying something. But but no, no, se- seriously. Look, I wasn't happy initially because I, I didn't think they needed another winger. I've always argued that defense was the big issue and they need to oh, help the goaltender a lot more. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. <laughs> But anyway, I, I'm, I'm not gonna get into a whole tangent about that again. But you guys my have a leaf my
2: situation, you guys have uh, a leaf situation for me, where you have the you have the talent in the front, the front, like especially with Artemi Panarin. You just added that in the front. I mean, like you're, I think you're uh, offense is immaculate with Mika Zibanejad, Chris Kreider, um, and then uh, obviously Artemi Panarin. Strom has been a big part of that for you guys mm. too, which I've been um, shocked about because he sucked for us, but. <laughs> 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 <I can. laughs> Yeah, Scholes Scho- right, basically rejuvenated
0: himself ever since he came to the Rangers, which but I'm the, happy about.
2: So. But the problem with you guys is definitely defense, especially when you had freaking Mark Stoll. Uh, and, you sp- and thank God he's, you know, he's uh, gone in a way. Um, Mr. Um, uh, what's his, what's his face? I-, I don't even remember his name. That's how much I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Deactivated. Tony D'Angelo. De Tony D'Angelo.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Burner account, yeah. Such a mess. What what an idiot.
0: What a loser. Yeah. What a loser. Yeah, (laughs) This season for the Rangers has been pretty much a soap opera at this point. I'm almost sick of it. But anyway. Oh, I'm enjoying
1: it. Like, it's it's great. I mean, shoot, when the Devils beat the Rangers, like, last week, or, like, a week and change ago, both the guys on the Hockey Podcast Network that run the Broadway Boys Podcast both wanted to deactivate their their entire existence for being a rangers fan after losing that game. So, you know, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And you know what? You know what? I will say this. The one of the biggest things that Devils and Islanders fans have in common is seeing Rangers fans like yourself being upset and miserable. That is enjoyable beyond belief. You 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 you
0: really you really think I'm that upset and miserable hell? No. I had little to no expectations for this team this year. I said they weren't going to make the playoffs. Right, you're like the only Rangers fan that's, that has somewhat of a decent brain. Thank you. I No, no, no. I will take that as a compliment because a, a majority it of was Rangers a fans that I know do not have a brain and can't understand logic. There is okay. none. But anyway, and enough, about, enough about the Rangers. We'll, 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 maybe we'll get more to them a little bit <laughs> once we look at the standings here. But listen, Kim, as far as your... Islanders are concerned as at the time of this recording they are nine six and three with 21 points third place in the mass mutual east I am never ever going to get used to saying just that calling it, the east. But, <laughs> calling, it, calling it the division of death yeah it of death, yeah, yeah. that's what it is that's
1: but, yeah, a piece of
0: crap yeah but just uh piece of crap. <laughs> Just kind of give me, give us your, uh, your overall thoughts on how you think that your team is doing right now. And what do you think uh, needs to be improved?
2: Um, expected. Uh, I expected us to be at least somewhere around this range. I'm, ex- I'm happy and excited that they're at least meeting expectations. Um uh what i've been yelling at for years about this team is just puck possession and passing i've been yelling at them for years about this and it's it's really coming to light against the uh penguins as of late where we've had these Uh, two back-to-back losses against the pittsburgh penguins and it's mostly just because of just uh puck possession panic on the puck and secondly finding one another the ice finding one another chemistry lines um We have a lot of young guys coming up here. A lot of people trying to prove themselves uh, lines that are getting mishmashed and, uh, you know, (laughs) lost some key players in there. And I don't know if we've lost some of that chemistry, but passing stick to stick, tape to tape for the New York Islanders has been one of the most challenging things for this team. Uh, And it's so frustrating. It's just so frustrating when you see your team and then puck possession, we will be in the zone or something. And uh the penguins will you know put pressure they'll you know they'll skate right at them and they panic and they just throw it and hope to god that there's Mm -hmm. an islanders fan there to get uh, an islanders player there to get it i mean if there is an islanders Islanders fan there i think they'll have a
1: better chance of scoring
2: also dump and chase game islanders i don't know islanders love the dump and chase game i am not a fan of it i am you look at great teams like um the um, Tampa Bay Lightning who just won the cup. And I like to, if the other team's playing better, I look at what are they doing better than we are? I like to hey, how are they entering the zone? How are they setting up? Right. And if you notice Tampa Bay always crashed into the zone at the blue line as a unit, as a line, like four men straight up at the blue line, just crashing right. the zone, crashing the zone, crashing the zone. Mm-hmm. And the Islanders went, dump, lose the puck. Dump, lose the puck. Dump, lose the puck. It's just an easy Dude. way to give up possession. So Islanders possession and passing, just the two two basics which I feel like can be worked on so much and it's not like I'm griping so much about the power play it's not like I'm griping about defense as much it's just basic possession and keeping it on to our team once we have that Islanders are unstoppable
0: hmm. huh. so- sounds like a couple more gripes I have with a certain other team oh yeah the Rangers they also <laughs> can't pass to save their lives but anyway en- 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 enough about me Neil Neil f- feel free to go ahead if you got
1: something. I mean I would say this, like, I can, I can understand like the frustration with the dump and chase. Like when the devils had John Heinz, their head coach, that was basically what they did. They did a lot of dump and chase and it doesn't work. It hasn't worked. No. And especially if you're on the power play, doing a dump and chase makes literally no, no sense, sense whatsoever.
2: Nope. Oh whatsoever. My God, absolutely not. And
1: none. the biggest thing for, and, and I agree with Kim, like the biggest thing, if the Islanders want to make themselves a complete team that, Constantly is killing, is is really putting a lot of pressure on you offensively. They got to learn to do a better job of carrying the puck into the offensive zone and then going from there. You have guys who have speed like Matt Barzell, you know, Pajot, Anders Lee. Hell, even Everly still got some
2: really uh, damn. No, brownies. no, no, no. no, Andersley does not have speed. I call him Stone Feet for. He's you know. sneaky quick, I in my opinion. I, he, I call him sneaky quick. When he Andersley's wants to be fast, job he's job is to just be a brick, like uh, a freaking wall in front of the garden. Right. That's his All right, job. So, All, right, fine, fine, that's All right.
1: So fair. Fair. instead of job uh, is we'll, the
2: plant. <laughs> instead of Everly, we'll
1: say, we'll say Anthony Beauvillier. That there, this is better. I, I, right, I guess fine. that's better. I guess that's better. But really
2: funny thing is a lot of our defenders are the ones with speed and like someone like nick the two people that i actually see bring in the puck themselves are matt barzell and nick Letty. these are the only two where i see them come into the zone and bring it in rather than just dumping it in those are the only two players where i see it consistently but other than that no just it's always like usually dump and chase maybe the fourth line cases is but they usually do a dump and chase
1: they have one mm. of the most impressive fourth lines in the NHL. I mean, they, they have a fourth line that really- They have
2: their moments. <laughs>
1: I mean, <Yeah. laughs> they, they have a fourth line that like any given night, it's going to be one of those three that's going to make the biggest impact, you know, in, in these games. Like <laughs> whether it's whether it's a physical, you know, type of night, I think it just depends on, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, Kim, but I think it depends on The team that they're playing and how it's going in the game will depend on how that fourth line starts to um, generate. That's kind of like what, you know, the Devils have right now. Like we have basically youth. So even on our fourth line, it's just a bunch of young kids playing. So we don't really have a first, second, third, fourth line. We just have lines Lines. We constantly (laughs) because the way Lindy Ruff does things is that he constantly is changing lines in the game. He, and I've never seen that before in a coach. I've never seen it where he's, a he's changed, changing lines. <laughs> I mean, we we have a legitimate coach now. I mean, it's it's kind of a it's kind of nice to have a coach. Ask the Ranger of,
2: fan over here. He's probably laughing his
1: ass off when you got rough. <laughs> right. I, I, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, look, here's the thing. Everybody was laughing, including you, Kim, to be honest. Yeah, with, I was laughing. To, to be obviously. honest.
2: I mean,
0: All y'all were laughing. But look like, at their defensive. The, you why am I the low target here? Come no, on, Al. Like,
1: here's the thing. When everybody was laughing, I was the only one that was like, "Why is this funny?" Like, I get that. Like, Lindy Ruff. We've seen this was... progression with their defense. Well, exactly. like, let's, let's let's evaluate that, shall we? First of all, Lindy Ruff is an offensive-minded coach. He's the reason right. that guys like. Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn had arguably their best seasons ever. There was a reason why Buffalo was as consistent as they were making back-to-back Eastern Conference finals and a Stanley Cup finals appearance while Lindy Ruff was the head coach because their offense, now granted they did have Dominic Hossick and Ryan Miller in both of those times, but still, you know, you had a really good offense. The fact that everybody just wanted to laugh at Lindy Ruff for the, for the lack of defense it is to me is laughable because he's Thank not a defensive you. coach. And guess what? Has the defense of the Rangers gotten any better since he left? Not, they really. Got of not, really. not really. Not really. Yeah, they, they got rid of Stahl. They got
0: rid of and they don't have D'Angelo anymore. What? what I be mean, there? that's an
2: already an improvement. Well, 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 <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I already, I already told you the only consistent guy that I've seen so far defensively on the Rangers hey, is Andrew Adam Miller. Fox. That's it.
2: Adam Fox you, and K. Andre
0: Miller. K. Andre Miller, too. You yes. Gave I so him. much Thank
1: money. You. To Jacob Truba, who is not he even sucks. a top three
3: oh, defenseman. Eight
0: million
2: God. for that. Like bro. the biggest thing I laugh at with the New York Rangers is that they're playing eight million for Jacob Truba,
0: who yeah, could that 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 that's a massive overall. Uh, he could I'm stop bro. a beach
1: ball, that's... man. This is that, what that, happens that, that, when you terrible. have James Dolan as your owner. Even in the, even in hockey, they're still gonna make bad decisions.
3: Really?
1: Oh, that was. I mean, the look, worst. like the, the but the thing is that with Wendy Ruff is that he understands that this is a young team. And an offensive team and our biggest area where we are dominant is speed. We have a lot of speed with the youth that we have. So he tries to use that as much as possible. And the thing with the going back to the Islanders, Barry trots, he's kind of, you know, the thing is that the system is no different than what the devils had in the late 90s, early 2000s when they were winning cups. It's the same neutral zone trap dump and chase type of play. And. It can work for a while, especially in the postseason. It can really work, as the Islanders proved last year. Mm -hmm. But on a a long-term basis, you have to make changes to open up the offensive side of the game. You have guys like Matt Barzell and Anders Lee and Pajot and guys like that that can put the puck in the back of the net on a consistent basis. You have to create an offensive system based around those guys. If you do that, like Kim said, the, the Islanders are an unstoppable team. Because they have defense and they have goaltending. I mean, it's clear. I mean, who leads the NHL in shutouts right now?
2: Thank God, Varlamov.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yep. They do exactly. have one of the most
1: up-and-coming goaltenders in the NHL in Ilya Sorokin.
2: Hopefully. Mm.
1: So, I mean, yeah. but again, Sorokin gets thrown into random games. Like, it's not like on a consi- – like, he gets – like, it's like last minute, they're just like, all right, we don't want to well, play Varlamov. The most enough. recent
2: one where they told him, like, prior where it was he wasn't just thrown in he actually won so and the islanders decided to fucking play in front of him so it was a big change right <laughs> and sorokin yeah. is on my
1: fantasy team and he's doing just fine i have sorokin and i have mark andre fleury i have no problems
0: mark problem Mar- Mar- andre fleury did did your fantasy team good he got his like what 64th career shutout this past week
1: Flurry and Devon and Devontes was balling out in the outdoor oh game gosh, and, and yeah. other things like that. He was doing well.
0: Yeah. Yes, don't and I know Kim talk up to upset about
2: Devontes,
1: Please. I don't get why the Islanders did not keep him.
0: I, yeah, I, I, I just I, 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 don't I don't get it. I don't get, get it. that
2: because he was just really expensive. And honestly, if I could get rid of anyone, I'd get rid of Scott Mayfield to get Devontes back, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Scott Mayfield's okay.
2: He got, our, he got rid of our, like, our, our defender with the most goals among defenders. You know what's I mean, funny?
1: Still I'll, Adam Pulak. You still have Pulak. He still really, has game. Really? That's where you're going?
2: He still has the fucking aim the puck. Oh, sorry. Hey, I don't thank I, you. I don't thank know if you. i, can curse you. I already,
1: <laughs> Kim, I already dropped the curse word. It's fine.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs>
1: it's fine. I, I we are, We're already there. You're but, good.
2: Uh, I was at the Rock. Um... I don't remember if it was the game we met uh, or if it was the second one I was there, but I was at warmups uh, and yep. this guy was like standing behind me and I said something, I think about mm-hmm. Devon Taves and this guy behind me goes, oh, he, like was t- like talking to me about him. He goes, oh yeah, I'm going to be his father-in-law. I was like, well, what? Excuse he was, me? Like, oh God. He's like, yeah. He's marrying my daughter. And he goes, and he like okay, pointed at him. he pointed it- at him and he goes, look, he won't look at me. Look, he's scared. He's scared. <laughs> he won't look at me. <laughs> He's like,
1: he,
2: he was so Bro. funny, then.
1: Bruh. Come
0: on, man. The only
1: the only like people that like were really close to a player that I ever met was uh, I don't know if you guys remember Cam Jansen from like back yeah. in the day. I met his parents. Oh, and they were like, yeah. <laughs> they're just as wild as he is. I would say that. Like they were just like they they like. They they like encouraged him to be the way he was in the in games, and I thought that was awesome. But that's pretty wild. That's actually pr- a pretty wild story, Kim.
2: I've actually met some hockey girls, like wags. I've met some of them. I met Andrews Lee's wife at the um, Offside Tavern that used to be here. Yep. Uh, I met Sydney Sisson. She was like I was walking about around Barclay Center, and I was I saw her at like one of the bars. She had like the 17 Martin on the back, and I went, "Is that like Sydney Sisson?" And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> And I went up to her and asked for a picture and she was like, really nice. She goes, why did you get your necklace? She's like, I love that. (laughs) She was really nice. She was really sweet. And uh, Brittany Grice was probably the best wag among them all that I've interacted with via hockey Twitter. Uh, I really miss Thomas Grice, honestly. Like I messaged Brittany to say like, a thank you to Thomas for us fans and how much we were gonna miss him, and she actually messaged me back via Twitter saying, you know, I'm in tears. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to us and things like that. So hey, honestly, you know, it it's just so sad to see someone so like great like that, you know, leave your team.
0: Oh, that that that's really awesome though. That's very very uh very heartwarming to say the least. All right, speaking of heartwarming stories, I've been I've been looking forward ben to. I mentioned also I, that i, I I've been, been looking forward Hall's to hearing girlfriend. this. Wait, what's that?
1: Did I mention I met Taylor Hall's girlfriend and mom? Oh, my oh no! God. Did yeah, you really? That was, that was, really, awkward. <laughs> no, it was just really awkward. No, because like I was standing, so I was, <laughs> I'll tell this story real quick. So I was with my ex girlfriend, and we were we were in line to get food, I think. Um, okay. And I was frustrated about the game, and I think Hall did something that I thought was annoying. Like he made the bad pads or something. So I was like, I was like, damn man, if only Hall like had not done, like, what he did. And this girl in front of me turns around and looks at me. And I already knew who she was because I had seen her on TV because, you know, they had Hall's mom and everything. And I was like, oh, no. And, like, and I'm just like, all right. And then I I, I had to, like, sort of apologize to say, like, He's still really good. Remember, this was his MVP Heart Trophy year, by the way. Oh God! Right. I was yeah, like, hey. yeah, yeah. He's still really good. Like I appreciate it, like and everything. Like, thank you guys for like being here. And I just looked at my ex. And I'm like, I don't think I'm ever gonna be allowed to talk to Taylor Hall, like ever, because of what I just said. <laughs> I think I'm like screwed. I think I'm screwed. But no, I actually ended up meeting Taylor Hall um, before they flew out to Tampa for their first game in the playoffs, and I had casually mentioned that I had met um, both of them. And Taylor Hall just kind of laughed. I think he kind of knew that like, that was something typical. Like his mom would give you that stare, that disapproval. (laughs) And it was just like, it was the weird, it was like the weirdest thing. But like the funny thing about Devils players, you you can meet them in the most random places. You really could. (laughs) if If you live up in North Jersey, you could literally like be driving and you could just pass P.K. Subban and you didn't, and you just like. Pretty
2: much, yeah. Same oh. thing, Because yeah.
1: <laughs> they just, like, the funny thing about the Devils is that they just blend in with the community. They're right. not like, the like, unless you really know the team, they just blend in. Yeah. They don't like, and they don't try to hide. They all just kind of are like, yeah. yeah, here I am. I'm part of the team.
0: Yeah, Yo, pretty much.
2: Matthew Barzell and Anthony Beauvillier saw me play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> So uh, the Seidenbergs uh, opened off like a little boutique store in the island and it said grand opening and everyone's welcome. So we were like, oh cool. Right. So my friend texts me, she goes, You want to go? And I was like, okay, I'll come after my nursing clinical. And so okay. I, I I literally came up in like scrubs. My hair was like up in a bunny. I had no makeup, you know, I'm scrubbed up. And we were on the and it looks like a house. So we're like do we knock did we just go in like we were like i don't want to knock you knock you don't know I even mean? like that kind of thing i was like you go no you go so we're like you know fuck it so we're like oh my gosh i think i just unplugged my mic no we're good so i went <laughs> i went we were like <laughs> we were like right and then we hear someone behind us go hey what's up and we turn and it's matt barzell and anthony bovillier and i think maybe matt barzell's girlfriend or anthony Beauvillier's girlfriend one of their one of their girlfriends i think and we were just like oh uh. <laughs> i had an islanders i had my islanders jacket on and i like shrugged it off very slowly <laughs> i mean <laughs> and then we he, he, were like oh sorry and they like go when they just walk in we're like all right follow them we walk in the entire team is in there
0: oh my god that's impressive
2: team like that is every,
0: awesome Name wow. every
2: single play and like there was something happening downstairs i get like a little party for like the like um the opening but it said everyone everyone was welcome and we were like oh shit we are like walking around like oh crap like we're looking at the stuff everything's insane like it's like one top is like 80 dollars so i was like i can't afford this <laughs> but so we were like looking around we bought candles cuz it was the only thing we could afford but one of the wags my friend overheard said can you believe some people are here just so they can get the guys to sign their sh- their stuff oh, and we were like oh
0: my god
2: I'm like, do I look like I came for guys to sign my jersey? I'm like, I'm in nursing scrubs, a messy bun, and no makeup. You think I was here to impress people? I was like, Yes. Oh my
0: gosh. Yes. That That is that is absolutely that is amazing. I, I don't think any other story can top that one, except for the one that I really have been looking forward to hearing for a while. Neil, I know you've heard it a bunch of times before, and you no have one. said to me, it gets better and better and better. It's like, it's like wine, man. It,
1: it. it really is like wine.
0: It just gets better. Yes. The, the, it gets better with age. It just gets Aging better Ageing like a fine better. wine, yes. So, Kim, I know that you've told this story countless times, and I, I have heard uh, bits and pieces of it. I have heard it on your interview with Neil and Devil's State of Mind, but for our audience that are curious about this, you... Have a personal connection with former Islander goalie and current Vegas goalie, or well, maybe former Vegas goalie, maybe in the future, Robin Leonard. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Wait, wait, I'm just saying. What you mean? What you trying to say?
2: You got a five year contract. Just,
1: yeah, I was going to say. He just signed a five year contract, and you're like, mm, well, I mean, well,
0: who who, who are they, they going to? Well, oh, I'm not going to get into that. We can go into a whole argument. Jimmy, who we Vegas talked about is
1: this. Keep. We talked about this. Yes, Vegas probably has at least another year, like this year and maybe next year to compete. And then they got to blow it up. But right. Robin Leonard's still there. They just they literally gave him a contract like a week or two after they got out of the playoffs. So all I mean, right. okay. he, he's there.
0: All right. Well, my my sincere apologies. But in, in all in all seriousness, this things- is coming from a Rangers fan. So let's
1: just take that with a grain <laughs> salt. Just take that with a grain of salt, no, shall we? Can-
0: but no, Kim. In, in all seriousness, you have a personal connection with Robin Leonard, so oh yes. If if you're not if you're not, if you're, so not big if you're not watching on YouTube, she has a picture of her oh. and Robin Leonard together. So please, if you will, Rob, tell Bob. us the story of how there you it. met there you go. Robin Leonard, and that that picture again. If you're not watching on YouTube, her phone background is of her and. Robin Leonard, which is probably one of the cutest photos I've ever seen. So, awesome. Kim, the floor oh. is yours. How did you meet Robin Leonard?
2: Oh, I'm so upset right now because uh, my one of my uh, command strips fell. So, uh, <laughs> uh, like I have like over here, like it's it's complete. Here it is. Oh wow! <laughs> one of the command strips fell. <laughs> a-
0: again, again, sure. for those for those not watching on YouTube, she's got like a bunch of Robin Leonard jerseys hanging in uh, her room, and I, I I think that's pretty sick.
2: Ottawa, Sabres, Islanders, uh, Blackhawks, Vegas.
1: There you go. <laughs> she's got she's got it all, man. I told you. She's got the collection. going. all, and
0: I like it.
2: Oh yeah. Do you want to like I have a picture of his the collection, but um oh <laughs> uh so in uh the 1819 season, obviously Rob Milner came to the New York Islanders uh and opened up about his bipolar depression and alcoholism via um the athletic which he made a free article so i at that time i did not have an athletic uh subscription so it was nice to be able to like read something about my team that i didn't have to pay for (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, I wanted to know know what was up because this is our new goaltender. I was doing radio shows where they were asking me, oh, what do you think about Robin Leonard and Thomas Grice? Like, I'm like, oh, I remember saying, like, I think it can be a coin flip. I think they can either be really, really stellar or they can just kind of just not be there with the team. And I said, it's going to be either or because we had just come off Yaroslav Halak, um, you know, not being able to 50 shots a night goaltender and people were, you know, ragging on him for not showing up. And I was like, the defense can get their shit together. They can be great goaltender tenders right. um going into the 18-19 season and obviously you guys know uh it's fun facts but uh Robin Leonard became the first New York Islanders goalie to debut with the shutout Ooh. so uh I remember that night too when he was I was in the seats that night when he was in goal for his first ever New York Islanders game and I remember just it was just felt like a different atmosphere in there because we—I I think every Islanders fan had either talked to each other or read the article themselves, and yeah. we really reached out, empathized, and was—we were there, like sympathetic towards Robin Leonard and everything he'd been through, and I, everyone was just there to support him, really. And it was just a different atmosphere in the air for when he came to the New York Islanders. It really became a a really happy and you know just driven atmosphere, and. Man, I remember cheering for him in First Star, like hearing the all the stands yell "Leonard, Leonard!" You know when he came out. And if you go and look at one of his interviews with uh, Shannon Hogan, you hear us chanting it. And he lo- he looks up and he like goes speechless because he can't even believe that people are cheering his name after everything that just happened with the Sabres for him. Because mm-hmm. I had I had a Sabres fan come up to me and go, ha, "You got Leonard. Have fun with that." Like, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I bet they wish they had uh, Leonard right now. Yeah,
0: th- yeah. thank you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Linus Allmark. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Linus
1: Allmark. See, it's like Linus Allmark, Carter Hutton, or Robin Leonard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Conversation but... closed.
2: Yeah. I'm going to eat my
1: words tonight, by the way. all Everything I'm saying, I'm eating my words tonight. Watch this.
2: <laughs> you know, i got to watch this game now. <laughs> Lin- Linus Allmark
1: <laughs> Allmar- about to have like a 50 save shutout tonight. Watch this. Oh, my God. So just watch. gonna get pain right away oh
3: man
2: (laughs) but going into december um personally i had been dealing with issues uh for the past year and a half i'd say where it was getting more intense where i've had it since i was a little kid these little episodes that feel like intense deja vu And I remember, like, my spring semester of uh, my freshman year at college, I called my mom and I told her, I was like, these are getting a little bit more intense. Like, I'm a little concerned. She's like, I'll take vitamins. You're all good. You're just stressed because of finals. (laughs) And then my sophomore year, um, I started having them in front of people to where they called an ambulance on me. And at the hospital, they diagnosed me with partial complex seizures. Mm. Um, Or just, you can just think of it as, like, epilepsy in general. Right. Uh, and it's, you you go with the punches, (laughs) but at that time, at that time it was kind of like, wait, what? I have, I have what? Like I was perfectly normal. And then you just basically told me like, no, you're not. (laughs) Um, I remember though, like them talking to me about everything that was going to change like the medications that i would have to take seeing a neurologist blood testing i had to have avid blood testing for the first few months just to make sure that the meds were in line um so like um and it it hurt internally because i was in a program that's for nursing and i was like semi thinking to myself how can i help other people when i can't even take care of myself um (laughs) which was a big part of what upset me but it was just all a lot in an instant it was before my college finals too i remember i was having on my laptop in the hospital d- bed studying for like a microbial final <laughs> I like just like really just trying to cope. and i remember like crying on the bed the hospital bed once the neurologist had left to my mom mm-hmm. going like i like i couldn't believe what he had just said i i i don't know like it, it was hard to like cope with it at first right. and it was a, it was a, kind of like a shell shock but, and it was funny because the day I was diagnosed was the first day in my life. I had two seizures in one day and like, it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And they said, basically, if I had left it to progress, I could have had a full blown tonic clonic seizure, which is basically uh, for everyone knows like a grand mal seizure yeah, that okay. it would have eventually led up to that. And I was, I, I just remember going back to my dorm room in college and was kind of I didn't know what to think you know you're back in your own you're thinking you're by yourself I had my my dorm room that was to myself yeah and it it leaves you a lot of time to think to yourself and I don't remember I was on Twitter just like looking for like feed updates or like just NHL news in general just to probably get my mind off it Mm -hmm. and I don't know who talked about it or if someone retweeted the article but I ran into that article again by Robin Leonard Mm -hmm. and I clicked on it and I reread it and I went you know what let me let me see what he was talking about here. And I went through it and God, did I, it, it read differently. It hit differently. It was just like, you know, his late diagnosis felt so similar, what he went through, especially since I was, you know, starting to go through with my meds, you know, that the same difficulties and things like that. And just reading how he pushed through, how he persevered as a person, how he kept his head up through it all. I was like, damn I like I was like now I really see what he's talking I really can relate and understand what he's talking about here and I um I you know I kept that personally if I needed to reread it like saved on my phone as like a side link and he just became that person to me that you know if he can do it I can really corny but if he can do it I can do it kind of person throughout that season he became my absolute favorite goaltender in the whole NHL and when he won the uh, Masterton like his when he was excited on the ice, like he, just the way he like, interacted with fans, um, his excitement on the ice after wins. I still have like videos of him. Just I, I just really loved him and related to him as a player and a person, which I feel is so rare. And when he won the Masterton, like his quote from that, I still have written down in places. Like I'm not dis- afraid to say I'm mentally ill, but that doesn't mean mentally weak. And that to me is something that has always stuck out to me and has made me a reason to, you know, you're fine. You know, you keep going, you take pills every day. You, you know, you do this, you do that, you do a, B and C, but you're still trucking and you're still yourself in the end.
3: Mm.
2: And you, you know, positivity, keep your head high, no matter what. I mean, if again, he can do it, I can do it. So I've, yeah. that year in the Islanders 1890 season my grandparents knew how much I loved him because I talked about him on my podcast I was like I would kill do have a Robin Leonard jersey and this was before I worked so I didn't have money myself and they surprised me after Easter with a Robin Leonard jersey which is actually the one hanging on my wall that hey, little guy right yeah. there there you go and he I posted on Twitter just like me because I was crying my eyes out though, but I was just like, thank you so much. Like I was so excited that I wanted to share it. Uh, Robin I still, Leonard, I
1: still remember you posting that video. I still remember that to this day.
2: Robin Leonard saw it and he retweeted it. and I was like, Aww. I was like, ah! I was like, <laughs> I remember I was in the car like he saw it. He saw the video. Uh, uh, awesome. I don't know when he started following me, but he started following him on, uh, me on Twitter. And I guess, um, fast forward to when he left and went to Chicago, I was like, there's no way I'm waiting until April. I'm going, I'm going December. I'm going to that Islanders Chicago game in Chicago. And so I booked the tickets and we flew down. Uh, it was two days. The game was two days after Christmas. We left the 26th and, um, I remember just saying like I made him a sign, and I was like, if he sees the sign, my day is made. Like I made a little Chicago vlog, and I, I literally say in the vlog, and I'm like, as long as he sees my sign, my day is made. Right. And I was at warm ups, I was holding it up, and he did see it on the ice. He saw me. Uh, I was like one of the I was like one of the only Islanders fans in the Chicago section, so it, it was easy to spot the blue out of all the red but uh, he did see it and he like raised, he like raised his head up, like cause, uh, his helmet and he like raised his stick up, like like a little wave, like, hi, I see you. They like, and it, I was just like elated. I was like, he saw my sign, he saw me. I was, and as he left the ice, when he went down the stanchion um, or the tunnel, I said, I yelled at Robin. I was like, we miss you Leonard. And he looked up and he's like, I miss you guys too. Was, Aww. And I had two people that I knew Kelly and Spencer that we're going to meet him after the game, anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was kind of like, good luck. I hate you, but good luck. and we were my boyfriend and i were standing in the parking lot waiting for our uber and i was just like chilling it was cold i was like yo can this uber show up please and then suddenly i got a call and it was it was kelly and i was like oh she probably just telling me how it was so i pick up the phone like, hey what's up and she goes get your ass back to the united center i was like what and she goes robin texted us he wants to meet you too i was like yeah exactly my (laughs) what and he texted apparently, like, because I asked them after, he said, oh, and Kim, bring Kim too, can you? And and he t- he called me by name, like, there <laughs> you go. and I was like, I looked at my boyfriend and my boyfriend's like, I instantly knew to cancel the Uber. He's like, I, so we did that. We ran back. Security wasn't going to let us back in. Mm. Uh, we had to, like, I, I, was, I was like, no, get out of my way. <laughs> Uh, Kelly had to come back and like tell them what was going on. I had to show them my tickets again that I had proof that I was there that night. I was a mess, but I finally got into the arena, and I, I still, I'm still. I just I remember him coming up from the tunnel and going, "Holy shit!" I was like, "It's, it's one thing to have an idol and someone who keeps you, you know, just mentally stable, but it's one thing yeah. to meet that idol." And get to say thank you to him and that video i have on my twitter that's pinned is literally thank god my boyfriend recorded that but that was the moment that was the first time i got to meet him and hug him and you can hear me crying in the video but i i was crying my eyes out i mean he like he went shoulder level with me and went just face to face with me i didn't have to tell him anything about who i was what i was dealing with and he just straight up went talked with me and was like hey I just want you to know how strong you are as a as a person you are an incredible individual and you can deal with anything that comes your way and just had a really good one-on-one talk with me and like he he hugged me again I was crying my eyes like he just let me like cry on his shoulder and I remember I was like okay I've been hugging him too long you know that moment where you're like okay I'm hugging him too long like I let go and but he didn't let me go like, he was, like, he was, like, basically telling me, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. You can cry. He let me just cry on his shoulder, even though I felt embarrassed about that. He was just an, a spectacular person. He talked to us, um, Kelly, and especially, you know, how's everything in Chicago? And he, he told us straight up. He's, like, you know, Chicago's a play, great place. I love playing here. But let me tell you, he's, like, it's so different from Long Island and Islanders fans in general. Like, I, I really do miss the Islanders fan base and what we had there. And I was like, uh, it just like, it, it hits you right here. Because, you know, yeah, think yeah. about your fan base and you know how much you love your team, your fans. Yeah. And like, it's your secondary family. So to yeah, have yeah. a player like that, tell that about your fan base, that you, he misses you guys the most. And you guys were his greatest home, like, it hits differently. It hits a lot differently. And it meant so much to me. He gave me the biggest hug. He was like, sorry, I gotta go. i got to see my wife and my kids. And we were like, Oh, of course, you know, go and see the little ones. But he really did take the time to just talk with us the, after the game. And honestly, it was probably the best night of my life. And, and I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> I, my, I'm i surprised my makeup wasn't like running all the way down my face, but
3: yeah. it, it's,
2: it's a, it's a memory I'll never forget, and a moment of those words will forever be ingrained in my head. Of you know, just to keep going, and you know that's what made me really try to push forward, a good mental, uh, you know, getting getting rid of mental stigma, pushing forward a good, healthy mental mentality for my future patients and for myself and others around me. And yeah, this is my little Robin Leonard collection. <laughs>
0: that is that that collection is awesome but that 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 stories i'm not i'm not i'm not not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie
2: yep two little pucks as (laughs) as, again she she's
0: she's showing us the collection if you're not watching on on youtube that is that is amazing but that's a
2: practice stick i bought it off kelly and spencer it's uh, a practice use stick from robin leonard there you go that he is... still uses wood. He uses wood.
0: <laughs> there you go. The more but, you know. But wow, I mean, know. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I.
2: <laughs> Sorry, it's a I, long story. No, no,
0: no. Please, no need. It, to it just gets I, better every time I, you say I, I got a little yeah, emotional just I mean, hearing about it because that that is that's probably one of the best stories I've ever heard. I, I don't know how anybody can. I don't know how anybody can top that story. To be honest with you, I I can't even top that. But that 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 is that's really that's unbelievable. I'm I'm so, I'm so, so happy for you. And from you, you, you've definitely, he's right. You are definitely a strong person. Heck, we all are in a way. And I definitely think that Mm. we can take what we all can take what Robin Leonard said and just, just use our inner strength each day to just, just keep going, just to find our own way and just keep moving forward every single day because you, you just never, ever know what's going to come in life. But yeah. All you can do, all you can do is just persevere and keep moving ahead. So Robin Leonard is absolutely right, and Kim, I'm sure that means more to you than anything.
2: Absolutely, and he was such a great great guy. I posted it to Twitter, and like he even responded back to me. I don't know if you can read it, but it says uh, it was great to see you guys today. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Here's the, if you want to see like the little video.
0: Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah! If, if if you have if you haven't seen the video, if you, you're going to see a little clip on YouTube right now. But if you if you're not watching on YouTube, go check it out on her Twitter at Isles Girl 3 Let's see this here quick. How are you doing? You doing good? Nice. Right. Nice you guys. You guys game, game. Absolutely. the game.
3: He's a good guy.
0: Wow, that is that, that's that's amazing like he, he he really he really seems like a class act I, I really do admire him in the way he plays the game that that's yeah. that and he, was really like,
2: is. he was like you might I was like you mind if we take a picture he was the one who told me you want to take a picture he's like you hey, take there a picture you go together? and he's like we'll take a selfie he's like let's take a picture together like I had, like the guy
1: I like the guy in the background too Just, that's, like, looking
2: that's, back. that's he's that's just like yeah Spencer. He's actually in the other one. He's actually smiling.
0: There you go. Oh wow. There you go. All right. All right. There you go. But no, that 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 story's absolutely that's that's really unbelievable. I, told I had an playing.
2: NHL um photographer actually send me. He took a picture of me from warm-ups of oh, my damn. time.
1: What? That's incredible.
2: L <laughs> I will always love Leonard. I got um I talked to um the, it's like one of those
1: getty images, you know. What I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I it's like to one the, of those
1: it's one of those like official ones. Yeah.
2: I didn't know it, but I had talked to the um uh Chicago's like uh side corresponder, like uh Nick Grismondi. Yeah. I right. didn't know I didn't realize I was talking to him when I was like because he came up to me at the tunnel and he was like, Why do you love Robin Leonard so much? And I told him, I told him, you know, in the quick version why. And then someone from one uh, Chicago fan who follows me goes, yo, is he talking about you here? And he talked about me on the Chicago podcast about Islanders fans coming to see Robin Leonard. And then uh, Shannon Hogan, uh, they zoomed in on me on the Islanders broadcast uh, <laughs> with the sign. Wow. At there you go. That's uh, awesome. It just it was just such an incredible like moment for me. They had me entering yeah. the building too. I was <laughs> laughing my butt off because someone went, Yo, we just saw you in the Elders broadcast. Oh and gosh. it was me entering <laughs> the build yeah, I have the I have the video for that. I have the poster at warm up. I literally have the video for it. That's if you don't do you guys mind if I screen share?
0: No, go ahead. Me. No, please. Oh. Go ahead.
2: You disabled it. <laughs> no. Way to
0: go, Jimmy. Oh, Way to go. Ah, oh, dang it. You know what's uh, funny uh, is that
1: um so, like talk about Shannon Hungry real quick. I thought it was really funny. I turned on an Islanders game recently, and Shannon was asking, was answering questions, oh, and my god. whose name came up? But Kim. But <laughs> Shannon said it like she had known Kim for years. She goes, "Oh hi Kim." So <laughs> like, oh
0: my god! The
1: hell! I <laughs> yeah. was laughing so I was laughing because of the way she said it. That was funny to me, and I was like, I yeah, doesn't surprise me one bit.
2: It was so funny because before that, I was at the Boston Bruins Islanders game. We were sitting right by like the entrance tunnel for the Bruins, and we were just watching the game. And suddenly, Shannon Hogan like comes up and sits in our row. And I was like, "Mom, that's Shannon Hogan." I was like super excited. And I went, "Hi, Shannon," and she looks at me. She goes, "Oh, hi, Kim." And I was like, "What?" (laughs) I was like, "You know my name?" It was it was it was insanity. Like. The fact wow. that she was just that gracious and nice to me but yeah she she it was so funny she goes oh hi Kim and she's like you know Kim she does the the blue and orange lipstick yeah she's said
1: <laughs> such a like she went yes. from, like she had her like professional voice going and then like when she got to Kim it just like went up like that <laughs> like hi Kim
0: <laughs> that's awesome and, and I, she- I was just like that and I <laughs> loved um
1: uh who was sitting next to her when they were doing that broadcast I think it was um
2: Butch Goring
1: Butch he didn't say anything. He just smiled. He had like the biggest smile on his face. He was he like, He didn't
2: know what was going he, He's Gordon, like, I have no like, idea what's going on. He was like, what? Butch. I think he was like prepared, getting mentally prepared for the question. And, <laughs> there you go. And he was like, uh, Shannon, can you
1: just read the question? <laughs> the closest oh the closest I've ever gotten to something like that is answering the Cadillac trivia question for Devil's Games, correct? That's uh, like the closest <laughs> I've gotten.
0: There you go. <laughs>
1: Now they well, don't give guys. you credit anymore if you get the question right. So now they now it's just like whoever whatever the answer is, that's the answer. And it doesn't say like, oh, this person got it right. I'm like, oh, sick.
2: Oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> I remember I was on MSG once because I got the correct answer. And I was like, look, it's my, it's my username. I was like, so excited. Oh and if you gosh. want to
1: understand also, ladies and gentlemen, like how popular Kim is, here's the thing. You know, you've made it. When you're on a national commercial for ESPN, that is when you know you've made it. Yep. When I saw that, excuse my language, Jimmy, but I shit bricks. <laughs> like, that was like I was like, I I'm in my house and nobody else in my family knows Kim, obviously. Yeah. Right. I was freaking out and they're like, What? Like, that's an honors fan. What are you freaking out about? I was like, I know her. I know who she is. I and I'm like, and I tech, I messaged her out. And I said, When were you going to tell me you were on ESPN? Like, when was this going to be knowledge to me?
2: They didn't tell me. So I was on my YouTube. I got a comment that said hey I work with ESPN can you email me here we would like to use a clip of yours in a in a promotion and I was like oh shit I was like okay and I emailed her and she's like yeah we're gonna just do this promotion for you know fans watching during the pandemic and I was like okay yeah you can use my clip I give you full disc, you know she didn't tell me like oh it's gonna be on tv I thought it was gonna be like an online thing like and they posted it that day on Twitter and I was like oh cool like I'm on ESPN Twitter and then suddenly I'm in like my nursing class it's a 4 hour lecture I'm sitting there dying inside and then my phone next to me goes and I was like what is going on and suddenly I see you were on Monday Night Football <laughs>
1: now, say, I told you that's when wow. you know you've made it you're on a commercial for Monday Night Football I mean like, t- you made it and she's been on and look if you watch Islanders broadcast there was for a long time, she was like the main focal point for like Islander fandom, like on commercials. Like it was right. that, it was just like, you couldn't, if you didn't know who she was, you clearly are not paying attention.
0: Exactly. Like you're
1: clearly not an Islanders fan.
0: Exactly. And like,
1: even I've had Devils fans be like, oh, I know Kim. She's Isles Girl 3. Like, I love her. And I'm like, see, like everybody knows who this this person is. Yep. And, I found uh, that Shannon
2: know, clip. I found,
0: oh wow okay
2: i found it it was on uh yeah it was you could ask butch boring questions about the islanders and i i asked butch i was like in your personal opinion being an offenseman, man what would you improve about the islanders offense because obviously we're so bad but yeah here's the shannon hogan clip <laughs> this that, is so oh, funny. listen Go to ahead. her voice
1: just listen yeah. to her voice she
2: has the lipstick what you know the orange and the blue lipstick
1: um what are the Isles lacking offensively? <laughs> you
0: think if it's- wow. Told you. <laughs> that, that, is, that is serious. Like,
3: hey,
1: but yeah. again, like, you look at Butch Goring. He literally has no idea what's going on. Like he, <laughs> no, yeah, but he doesn't even hearing, broadcast either. Like, Shannon is explaining to Butch who she is, and Butch is still like, uh-huh, yeah, got it. Got it.
3: I think <laughs> butch I know butch what's doesn't going. know what's
2: happening in Islanders games either, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> well... <I'm- laughs> Wow. Actually, that, that, that um is...
1: I had done an interview with Brendan Burke, the TV play-by-play uh voice of the New York Islanders. Right. And yeah, I asked yeah. him, I asked him personally if he knew of Kim. And he said, Yeah, I know. She's and he goes, That's the lipstick girl, right? I go, Yep, that's exactly who we're talking about. Yeah. You didn't Brendan, tell me that. Brendan Burke knows. Of course he knows. You're that surprised. I was just yes. gonna say. I wow. met him
2: like personally. He came to a Islanders booster club meeting, which was like really nice. But I didn't have the lipstick on or anything. But he was still like an insanely nice guy. But I didn't know he knew where I was. He's, a,
1: he's an incredibly nice individual. You know, he yes. really you know, and you know, look, this is you know, not only now is he the voice of the Islanders, he also does games on NBCSN. NBC, yeah. Uh, probably not for long, considering the whole mm. contract situation with NBC and the NHL. But that's yeah. a topic for another day. I, um, I mean,
0: my, might I add one of the most underrated play-by-play announcers of this generation?
1: He's oh, me, what Steve I... Cangelosi gets no love?
0: But yes, so I said one of.
1: I said one of.
0: Cangelosi is the other. I happen to like both of them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I don't like how he rose, so so it's fine.
0: <laughs> Ouch! All right, fine. Fine, uh, fine. I don't like. Okay. I don't, you know what? You know I, what? It. I grew
2: it's, up listening to Howie Rose. Uh, I'm an insane. Uh, so when Howie left, I was insanely upset. But didn't really just fill his shoes. I uh, he, he like I can I can't think of another person. I remember them saying how the Islanders organization was just very excited about him joining. That he really just was amazing with good chemistry with Butch amazing play by play. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll see, uh, you know, I'll say it when I see it. And day one, I saw it from him. He has
1: great. He is absolutely great chemistry. Absolutely. I mean, like and I remember, um, I think the Islanders, and I think Kim knows the story, but I remember there was like a broadcasting, like not contest, but it was like, Rick, re- like record yourself, you know, say, you know, this play that like Brendan Burke called. So instead yeah. of like coming up with my own shtick, I literally just copied what Brendan Burke had said oh, and God. the you Islanders rip? retweeted it. And even Brendan Burke gave me a shout out as well. And I was
2: like, hey!
1: I was like, that is, that a is duck.
0: sick.
2: There you go. And
1: I sent the same video to the devils two weeks later, they do a contest and I'm the main person that they like used to promote. and everything. There we go. So that's
0: awesome.
1: So and then for some reason the Dallas Stars like liked the video, which I didn't really understand. <laughs> I don't know if
2: it was okay. because we
1: were playing the Stars at that time. Like I don't know why they liked it, but I thought that they was liked, random. Well, they're
2: probably following their you know the Devils' uh, Twitter in general, so they were like, Ooh. "Yeah." Some
1: of these people, I gotta be honest with you, like talking about the Devils real quick. Whoever is the admin for social media oh. has zero chill. <laughs> he literally does not I, care. I, I, want, I want, I want talks, that person's job. He talks mad. He talks mad shit to people, like to <laughs> to like he screw does. Off. Like he, like somebody said recently, like, oh, your water is dirty. You know, you're the armpit of of America. You're yeah, not I, I, New I literally saw some, like, some, the, the, the the Sean Devils Avery were tweeting at the
0: Sabers. They were like, let's make a deal. We win both games, we get wings. You win both games. Or was it the other way around? Something about giving bagels, bagels or wings to somewhere. Yeah, and no, we get
1: somebody, wings.
0: Okay, yeah, we no, get wings it. if we win both games. And then somebody was like, "Nobody wants that." Blah 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 blah. And then and then the devil's heaven was like, "Your tear, your tears are like, uh, what, what what exactly did he say? Your, your tears are
1: satisfying."
0: Thank you, thank you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, just, I mean, this guy is. Tell him, boy, Kim, come just, on, Kim, literally, just watch. Just as the game progresses, watch what he does. Like if somebody says some, like talks some bad stuff,
2: I gotta look more on uh, Devil's Twitter here. You got it. Well, you know
1: it's funny. If you look up Devil's Twitter, like if you put the hashtag NJ Devils, I'm probably the guy that's tweeting the most about it. I'm right, probably like yeah. you'll see me tweeting mostly. I'm following I have to,
2: Devil's Twitter. Why have I never seen
1: this? <gasps> to savage. Like the thing about Devil's Twitter. We're some savages. Like, we'll say, like, what it is. Like, we'll tell you that, A, we suck. B, you suck. C, stop calling us the armpit of America. You are, C, C, you know what? (laughs) Wow. You know what? Sliced sliced bagels in in St. Louis is a crime
0: beyond beyond all crimes. No, 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 no. Never, ever bring that up again. Yep. Yep. Oh, my goodness. But, like,
1: like. And, like, we also have, like, we have our own, um, Shannon Hogan. We have Amanda Stein. Yeah, oh. Let me tell you some right now. Oh, she's- Amanda she's Stein got the chill.
2: Amanda, like, had to, like, stop her DMs because people were, like, straight up shitting nope. on her.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Because there are a lot of sick human beings in this oh, world.
2: Oh, It's not,
1: it's usually not Devils fans that are doing it. It's just like some random, like low life people. And it's you. And sometimes it's fans of other teams, which is kind of like, why? Like, if this is your form of intimidation, it's not working. Yeah. Mm. And like, she's like, go do her pin tweet that she literally just put out. Tell me that's not just like the most savage, like thing to post. She literally has no, like, no, like, and that's the thing. That's what happens when you, when, you st- when you're from New Jersey or you've been in New Jersey for a while, you start to not give a flying you-know-what about what anyone else is saying. Yep. You really don't. Yep. So, you know, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. And that's another reason why Islanders and Devils fans can relate so much together. Because we, we have virtually hits. the we same stuff so much going much. on. Oh, it's the most boring hockey ever. <laughs> Yo, I'm- Are you kidding me? Throughout the entire playoffs, Devils fans were applauding how the Islanders were playing because we knew where we had seen this before. Yeah. We were like, this is great. This is winning hockey games, is it not? And yeah, they're I like, have a
2: shirt that says, boring hockey, winning hockey, Barry Trotz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, it, if, that's, that's not, if that's not true, I don't know what is.
0: That's brilliant. Oh, man. What a fun, fun episode. But unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. And that will wrap it up for this episode. Of the bottom line podcast. If you have any thoughts on anything we discussed, and it was a lot, let us know on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram at WMCX, Twitter at the NVP show, Instagram at NVPQB11. Use the hashtag bottom line voice message on anchor the app or anchor.fm. And if you like what you see on YouTube, please don't forget to leave a like and a comment down below, it helps out tremendously. And please subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode. And Subscribe on all audio listening platforms, just include Jimmy when searching for the bottom line podcast. Kim, this was an absolute pleasure. We cannot thank you enough for taking some time out of your day to come on and chat with us and for sharing your really, really unbelievable and inspirational story. And we definitely will have you back on again real soon. Thank you so, so much. For
1: Absolutely. Everything.
2: Thank you guys so much.
0: Anytime. And you're, you're like I said, you're always welcome back. We'll definitely have you back on again real soon. And by the way, I forgot to mention this earlier. Go subscribe to her podcast on YouTube, Kim in the Crease. Really, really fun stuff on there. So go subscribe to her. I'll leave a link in the description below. On yeah, if you YouTube. if you
1: want if you want like in-game like reactions, go check out her YouTube. <laughs> go to channel, her because it's that go, go to her.
0: No, truck, trust us. It's really, well, really it, good stuff. Really, really yeah. good stuff. Anyway, though, that'll wrap Ryan it up stars. for us. That, Kim? <laughs> Wait, what'd you say Kim? She me die done.
3: inside. <laughs>
0: Kim,
1: I will see you in a few minutes when you when the Devils are already down by one
3: goal. Oh
1: my or, god. I'll you in a few minutes when I want to die. It's
0: on that Taylor note, Taylor Hall too. <laughs> <laughs> on Keep that leave note me alone. On that note though. That'll wrap it up for us. for Newville Piano and for Kimberly Morsa aka Isles Girl 3. I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Peace out.